We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Lakers Nation. Welcome into the LakersNation.com podcast. Make sure you are following us over on YouTube. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button as well as over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Joining me today, we've got a special guest, Lakers guard Austin Reeves. Austin, thanks so much for coming on here. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. So, Austin, it's been a little bit since we talked to you. And last time we spoke, you talked a little bit about starting, and that wasn't necessarily a huge concern of yours, whether you were getting minutes as a starter or not. But now you've taken on a starting role. In fact, you've started 10 games at this point. How's that been for you? How are you liking moving into the starting lineup? I mean, it's, it's an amazing feeling uh, just for me personally. Um, like I said, earlier in the year, starting really doesn't matter. Um, but uh, being an undrafted rookie, um, it's like a cherry on the top for me. Um, it makes it a little sur- surreal. Um, but uh, like I said earlier, I mean, it doesn't really – the start isn't the whole thing, but it definitely feels good. Is there is there any different approach for you as far as starting versus coming off the bench? I mean, playing with, with a, a different lineup, all of that sort of stuff? Uh, not really. It's, it's still basically the same thing. Just uh, trying to make the right play uh, at all times and give 110 uh, percent is the main thing. Right, so here we are. We're through the bulk of the season right now. Uh, your rookie season, it's well, it's drawing closer to an end. We'll see how far the Lakers go come playoff time and all of that. Is there anything, looking back at this point, is there anything that surprised you about this NBA season with the Lakers? Like anything, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself before the season started, anything you would have given yourself a heads up about? Uh, probably just the length of the year. Um, like we're uh, 65, 70 games in. Um, uh, that's the most I've ever played in a year. Of course, I mean, college is only 30. Six thirty-five at max. So, um, just the length and just uh, taking care of your body and doing the right things to to give yourself an opportunity to feel good every every night um, would be uh, the main thing. But I mean, I've had I'm fortunate enough to have vets that I mean, I played in the league for a really long time, so they've been preaching that since day one. 
a lot of players talk about hitting a rookie wall. Did you ever feel like like that was something that you ran into? Uh, I feel like maybe a couple of weeks before All Star break, um, just mentally was it was I was wearing down a little bit, but All Star break was a real boost. My home, seeing family and friends, so uh, I felt like it was definitely getting there mentally. But that break helped a lot. You know, something that I've been wanting to ask you about, and we're seeing this now, especially with your when you're with the starters, we see a lot of switch hunting in the NBA, a lot of teams that are looking to try to isolate one player one-on-one defensively. And if you look, all of your advanced stats show you as one of, if not the best defenders on the team. And yet we see fairly consistently other teams target you on the defensive end of the floor, trying to get you in one-on-one situations Does that bother you at all? Do you have any, and do you have any idea why it is that they try to go at you particular on defense, despite the numbers showing that you are really good defensively? No, it it doesn't bother me at all. Um, I mean, the numbers uh, can back it up. And if it, uh, if the numbers are good, then we'll, we'll take it as a team and we'll, uh, we'll keep living with what they're doing. But um, as of why they do it, I mean, I mean, they probably see me and and look at my frame and probably think that I'm not uh, – can't really move my feet like that. But at the end of the day, I just compete uh, and, you know, just do whatever I can do to help uh, our team. Speaking of the team, it's, it's been it's been a, a rough season, certainly. In the last 10 games, winning two of them, not where the team wants to be. How's the morale like? For the for the team right now, I'd have to imagine there's got to be at least a little bit of frustration. Oh uh, yeah, I mean there's always frustration when you're losing games. Uh, nobody wants to lose. Everybody's professionals and um, have won at a higher rate uh, for basically their whole careers. Um, so losing is definitely frustrating. But as a team, we're I mean we're sticking through it through all of it. Um, everybody enjoys being around everybody uh we have fun together uh, play rounds are fun and the locker room's fun um but i mean like i said losing is frustrating we just got to figure out what we can do to get over that hump and and really just attack uh how many games we have left you know coach vogel was talking about recently that He's been concerned about the psyche of the team in terms of getting down big in a game and then having to battle back and that being a consistent theme and just kind of the mental toll that takes. Is that something that you've struggled with individually? And then as far as the team goes, how, how do you guys approach that and trying to prevent that from happening in the, in the future? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's been a, it's been a very common, uh, Thing that's happened. I mean, first, second quarters, we've, we've gotten down big. Uh, I mean, I know the last two we've been down, I think, right at 20. Uh, it's the end of the first quarter, both both games. But, uh, I mean, it's it, like you said, it, it's it's hard to come back from something like that. Um, but we, I mean, at that point, uh, as a team, you just got to put your head down and keep working um, and do the little things that you can do to to uh, push forward and chip away at leads like that. Um, and then in the future, we just got to come out uh, with a sense of urgency um, mm-hmm. and literally just play. I mean, the first five minutes of the game, like like it's third quarter or fourth quarter, so we don't put ourselves in those situations. Because, I mean, I know the last, I think it was last two games, the second, third, fourth, like we 
outscored uh, whoever we're playing. I mean, it was Phoenix, and then uh, the other night. Uh, Toronto. But it was, the first, yeah, it was the first quarter that killed us both of those games. So just coming out in that first quarter and um, with more of a sense of urgency and just being ready to compete from the get-go. There was a rumor that went around about a week ago that some reporters were hearing that, that some guys were kind of already, you know, frustrated to the point where they're looking ahead to the end of the season. Has that been, has that been your experience at all or are guys still pretty locked in in, in your mind? No, that's not, I mean, no, everybody's professionals in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Everybody um, takes it day by day and does what they can do to, to help our team. Um, everybody, I mean, even uh, guys that haven't been playing that much, they, they still keep their head down, work, do the work that they need to do to keep their self prepared. Um, and everybody's really at this point just trying to come together and figure out um, what we can do to, to get over this hump and get things rolling towards these last 15 or so games. Okay, so with, within Lakers Nation, there's been a lot of discussion lately about playing smaller, playing with LeBron at center. And now you've got a lot of experience in the starting lineup with LeBron at the five. And there's been big debates. Is this a good thing moving forward or not? And there's kind of pros and cons to it. You're on the floor. What do you see? What's your take on, on that, the way it plays out? Do you like playing in these smaller lineups? Do you think it's it's advantageous to have a big out on the floor? What What do you think? Uh, like you said, there's pros and cons. Uh, when we play small, we're able to switch one through five and kind of speed up everything. Um, but it um, obviously gives us a little disadvantage on, I mean, you know, rebounding. And um, if they got a they got a big like DeAndre Ayton that um, is really good with his little hook shot floaters. Um, it makes it tough for uh, us smaller guards, myself, to to even contest those. Um, so, but on the other hand, you, you can do uh, a lot more in transition playing. I mean, Brown at the five is basically he's a point guard and you get him switched on another five, then, I mean, that's a big advantage for us. So, um, I mean, there's, there's pros and cons to it. Like you said, um, I don't prefer one way or the other. Uh, coach puts a lineup out there and, and I just go play. It's been interesting to see how it's all kind of come together and uh, and developed. How do you see the, the rest of this season playing out? I mean, we're getting here near the end, and then we're probably looking at, at you know, the play-in tournament and then moving into the playoffs. What, what do you want to see as far as how things finish out for the, for the remainder of the season? I just want to see us compete um, and play every game like it's our last, uh, regardless if we lose our next five, if we win our next five, just have the same approach to every game. Uh, and then if we get in the play-in or, or whatever it is uh, going into the playoffs, then, I mean, we just continue to do the same thing, take every game one game at a time. And whatever happens, happens. But if we come in and we compete and we play as hard as possible, I mean, I, really firm belief of what we have on the team and what we can do. Now, moving forward with, with the team, have they, have they given you, obviously you're in the starting lineup, have they given you any indication that your contract will be picked up for, for next year as far as that team option? I'd have to imagine it's most likely since you've been in the starting lineup, but ha- has anything been confirmed with you? No, nothing. Uh, we haven't had any talks about that. Um, 
think everybody's really just focused on right now and figuring out what we can do to, to get rolling. All right. Now, so I want to, I want to finish with this, you know, a lot of attention has been made on your defensive capabilities, what you've been doing out there on that side of the, of the ball. Um, has there been any particular matchup that you look at over the course of the season and you think, man, this, this was the kind of matchup that I was looking forward to when I got into the NBA. Was there that one guy that you were really hoping to, to get to go against that you got to defend this year? I mean, you guys, there's a couple. I mean, Steph, of course. Uh, I mean, Paul George. I mean, really all the uh, the guys that have been all-stars and guys that are very solidified in the league. Um, you always want to you always have like a feeling of like excitement of, of playing those types of guys. Where I know at least I do. Uh, I always want to play the, the best players and, you know, see where I stack up and see what um, I can do against them. Um, I mean, Steph is probably the most fun just because of the way he plays, how, I mean, how hard he plays, how much he moves. Uh, it's literally a, a mental, physical grind the whole game, chasing him around, trying to make it difficult for him. And, uh, I remember, I think it was third quarter in that game. I'm sitting there thinking, like, yeah, I'm doing a pretty good job. And I look up, and I think he's got, like, 23 or 24. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I I did all I can do. Uh, he's he's certainly a tough one to stop. And it's, you know, a blink of an eye, and he's putting up a ton of points. Uh, speaking of a ton of points, LeBron right now is right now neck and neck for the lead for points scored for him to bring home the scoring title this year. Is, is that a topic of conversation at all? I know you guys are focused on wins, but at 37 years old, the prospect of LeBron bringing home the scoring title, that's gotta be something that's at least a little bit on your mind, right? Uh, it's not really talked about. I mean, I've definitely, I mean, I'm sure everybody's seen, uh, I think what it was, yeah, 29.7 or something. I think yeah. I seen it on Instagram or something a couple of days ago. Uh, I mean, it it would be it would be awesome. I mean, he I'm pretty sure he said back in 2010 that he could win the scoring title basically any year he wanted to. Uh, and he's you know, how old is he? 37. I mean, yeah. he acts like he's he acts like he's 27, but uh, you know he's still out there doing 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 stuff that uh, people can only dream of doing. So. It would be great for him to get that. I hope he gets it because um, him scoring points like that means uh, I mean, we're doing things right. Right. That's right. Well, Austin, I want to thank you for, for taking the time and, and coming on here. And I do want to finish with this. The last time we had you on, the next game, I believe it was the, the next game, was the game winner against Dallas. So I think that okay. that bodes well for your upcoming matchup here here with the Wolves. I think we we gotta we gotta make sure hopefully we mention that. Hopefully, it's not a close game and we're we're blowing them out. But <laughs> I mean, if if that happens, I won't be mad either. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Austin. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on here. Good luck against the uh, the Wolves and uh, for the remainder of the season. And we'll check in again real soon. Sounds good. Appreciate you for having me. Hey, thanks a lot.